Good morning, America. Welcome to Tuesday, August the 29th, 2023. Big show is on the radio at exactly 107.1 and 99.7 FM megahertz. This is The Boss. Also available for free on your Boss app. Download that sucker to your phone and then you got no problems anywhere you go. You can do it on your laptop, on your smart speaker. Just stream right through 1071theboss.com. Appreciate you choosing to start the morning with us. Got most of the crew back. Joe is still out, so Uncle Ross is here. Uncle Rob, poor man, you've been, uh, I said to Ross, we walk in this morning, I said, you tired out yet? We had you doing a show by yourself. You're in with me. You're in with us. You've just been working every day for the last couple of weeks here. I'm a busy guy. Man, <laughs> he's sucking up all the OT for Big Boss Bob, that's for sure. Yeah. That's right. Does his own show on the weekend. The man mm-hmm. is a workhorse is what he is. Man busy, is, busy. Uh, man is a radio institution is what he is. Right. We, really, we really do need to get him in the Radio Hall of Fame. <laughs> yeah, probably. Yeah, also, that'll be the day. <laughs> I figure if he's in there, we get invited, and that means I can go to the uh, the cocktail party, because otherwise I don't get invited to those things because nobody likes me. <laughs> <laughs> but if Ross ah. is there, he can invite me at his table. That's ah. right. You and I can sit with Ross, and uh, it'll be great. Of course, there's an, uh, an ulterior, <laughs> ulterior motive, motive yeah, there that's, that's right. to get you into the Hall of Fame. Right. It's but not the, just he, because you deserve well, it. Well, he does deserve it, but also I think I deserve to go to the ceremony. So, All right, let it go. I do think it's something we should work on for 2024. He just wants to go to the cocktail party. I know he does. <laughs> you want to go to the cocktail party. <laughs> no doubt about that. We went to uh, dinner the other night. Went over to Staten Island for dinner. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which is nice because uh, you kind of get the uh, the feel like you're in the city without all the hassle of getting into the city. Yeah. A little of. bit. You know what I'm saying? Sort of. You just got to go over the bridge and then we're right there. But Staten Island has its own feel like it's its own it's its own vibe no i like staten island a yeah. lot i really do i like it like if i if i was to live in new york i'd probably choose to live in staten island really i like the vibe there but it's its own vibe it really is like that the homes are its own thing the people are its own thing the streets are its own thing and it's got the ferries and it's got the ferries. yeah it's got its own vibe it's what, very vibey went by uh well, they say Pete Davidson's house is, you know, the comedian. Boy, he's got a big old house on the water. His mom does anyway. Mm-hmm. They're like a family compound <laughs> over there like he's at Kennedy or something. Yeah. But anyway, we go for dinner over there. And uh, first thing I always do when I go in is I go wash my hands. Okay. Where I touch the bread and all of that. And listen, I was doing this well before COVID and all of that. I like to go and wash my hands, make sure I'm good to go before sure. we have dinner. Okay. Sure. Go in there. There's no soap in the bathroom. Oh. No soap at all. Then uh, Rochelle goes in and she comes out and she tells the guy there's no soap. Now, we go through the whole dinner, and it's fine. And as we're walking out, uh, she says, boy, that was weird about the soap, huh? I said, yeah, a little bit. And she says, uh, if there's no soap in the bathroom, there's a small little hole-in-the-wall place. I wonder how the guys working in the back are washing their hands. And I Uh-oh. went, now, why Why would you put that idea in my head? After dinner. After dinner. I've gone through the whole meal. I've eaten the food. <laughs> it did not occur to me that there was no soap. And there's just one unisex bathroom. That's uh-huh. it. So unless they had soap in the back in the kitchen, yeah. which, by God, I hope they did. Yeah. It occurred to me that they were, everybody's used, because I did, I happened to see one of the bus boys or whoever he was, the guy with the little apron on, he went in there and came out, and I went in, I know there's no soap. Mm-hmm. What the hell was going on at that place? So now, I'm thinking to myself, oh my God, I had this whole meal, and no one washed their hands. I know. So you start going through all these scenarios about, oh, gee, do I feel a tickle in my throat? Do I feel a little upset stomach? You know what I'm saying? I know. Oh, my God. Well, I honestly didn't think about it until the end of the meal, when I had to use the restroom again, and I'm thinking... I wonder if they put soap because I happen to have hand sanitizer in my purse, thankfully. But right. I'm like, maybe they have hand sanitizer in the uh, kitchen. I don't know. They but must. Why right? is there no soap in the only bathroom in this entire restaurant? No soap. Not, and it wasn't like the soap was empty. There was no soap. No, there was there nothing. Was no there was container. Nothing. 
No, nothing. You know what's even more frustrating is when you you do have the little dispenser and then you go and you get your wave in your hands. You're doing like magic tricks underneath (laughs) it and there's just nothing coming out. Nothing. That is equally as frustrating. Did you tell the waiter? Well, she did. I did. I said, I just want to let you know there's no... He said, oh, I'll I'll, I'll let them know. And I I thought about it. I had to use the restroom again and I'm thinking, well... I, can I? There's no soap in there. Did he go put some in there? And, and then if I go in there and there's no soap again, and he didn't fill it. Yeah. Two words, no tip. Right. <laughs> well, that's right. a whole different thing. The guy, he was great at the beginning. You ever a waiter like this? He's great at the beginning, and then about halfway through, he kind of lost interest in our table. Oh. Mm-hmm. And there was a, there was a little girl waitress working over there, so I think he was more interested in chit-chatting her up. Mm-hmm. And I don't know, maybe it's not we didn't order enough food. Maybe that was the problem. <laughs> I mean, we, we had appetizers, we had drinks. I don't know what the hell more we could have done. We didn't have a dessert, but we did have coffee. Mm-hmm. So they, like, you could just tell, like, he's one of the deals were halfway through the meal. He was over it. He's over it. He's not interested in us anymore for whatever reason. So I don't know. I so, don't know. So he didn't. He got an eighteen percent, not a twenty percent tip. That's gotcha. true. That's true. And I did use the restroom again before we left, and oh. they did put soap in there, but it was like in a jar. <laughs> a very strange soap situation on Staten Island. So I don't know what's going it's on its over there. Own vibe. It really is its own vibe. But I don't know why you put that idea in my head after I've eaten the meal that the whole cook staff, the whole all the line cooks are just. Sticking their hands up their behind without washing, for the love of God. We're wow. Gonna, we're going to go with the idea that there is hand sanitizer in the kitchen. No. There should really be oh, hand sanitizer right. everywhere. Can we get back to that? That's something that... Well, uh, we're getting there. Having sanitizer <laughs> everywhere it makes a lot more sense than any other things they've come up with. Let's just everybody sanitize before you feed me. Right? <laughs> I don't know if I mentioned this to you, but you're uh, lucky to have me here in the flesh because I was nearly killed the other day. Really? On these premises. A FedEx truck arrived. <laughs> Mm-hmm. And he got the at the front desk. There's nobody at the front desk at the moment. So I said, well, all right. I guess it must be lunch break. I'll go out there. And the FedEx lady goes, listen, I got a big package. I can't do it myself. You're going to have to come out and help me. I didn't realize this was a thing where we were asked to assist the FedEx people, the UPS people, the post office people. I didn't, yeah. I didn't realize that a, a citizen, a private citizen like myself could be asked to assist because I thought that was their job to lift these things off the truck. Sure. Yeah, and what sure. happens if you dropped it? Well, you know? sure, yeah. Right. Well, I guess I'm out of luck. I'm SOL. But mm-hmm. I said, all right, I guess I'll help you as I come out there. And it is a big 25, maybe 30 foot box. Wow. It, it was kind of thin and, and long like that box in the, the Christmas Story movie that says for Gile. You know what I'm talking about? <laughs> it's a crate. It's a wooden crate. And so I probably go, well, I can't do this. And listen, right, as, as, right. Ev- as everyone listens to this program knows, I have suffered with uh, back problems mm-hmm. over the past year here. So I go and I grabbed a young kid, Danny, walks down the hallway here and I said, can you help me and the FedEx lady get this thing off the truck? So we're l- unloading it off the, uh, the back of the FedEx truck. And the thing nearly landed on my foot. Well, it turns out, I find out afterwards, that it is part of a transmitting tower for our sister station. Oh, wow. It's a big piece of metal in this wooden crate. So I got to tell you, there's a superhuman feat, I think, for someone, especially in my uh, compromised condition with the back issues I have, to be able to lift this thing off a FedEx truck and then walk it across the, uh, the front of our building and into our engineering area. Now, that is interesting because what would she have done if no one was there? That's a great question. I think how, how did it get on the truck? Well, she did and- say to me, you know, if you, can't, you don't have anybody here, if we can't do it together, I can bring it back at a later time. So I suppose what I should have done is just tell her, look, I can't, I can't mm-hmm. help you. I'm not your guy. But, but like, a, like a dummy, I put my life in danger <laughs> lifting a transmitting tower, a, a, a big metal rod. <laughs> Wow. <laughs> off of a FedEx truck. You'd think there would be a better way. They would have a movable dolly yeah. or something that would help the yeah. drivers get the things on and off the truck rather than having a 
person come and help yeah. them. It seems like a liability on their part. You make a great point. What I should have done is make sure that I fall over and then I, I yes. sue FedEx and it becomes Robbie Express. Yes. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. That probably that probably would have been the move. Also, I call the engineer because it occurs to me after I, I we do this and mm-hmm. the lady says thank you and I thank the kid from our other station that helped me. It occurs to me that we have left the thing standing upright in the lobby. Ooh. And should someone come in here, someone else delivering a package or someone yeah. picking up a something from our uh, ticket window or whatever, this thing could fall and kill somebody. Yeah. And I don't want to be responsible for that. So then I sent a text message to our engineering department. I'm like, you better get this thing the heck out of here. He's like, oh, no, it'll be fine. <laughs> I probably should have laid it flat on the ground. I stood the thing up, straight up. And well, it had you didn't to, know what it was. Had, like I said, it had to be 20 feet tall. It's almost touching the ceiling <laughs> in our lobby. We got a big... Could have been killed, okay? Could have been You people killed. are lucky I'm here today. Yes. So lucky. Well, let's see what's in store for Tuesday. Time now for Horrible Scopes. All right, I'm ready. Aries, an uplifting influence is with you today that brings opportunities for improvement with income, finances, work, health, and daily routines. Thrilling. There can be new methods or projects that excite or inspire you. Get rid of any physical or emotional clutter. Well, I'll tell you what, li- lifting boxes <laughs> off the FedEx truck doesn't help your physical condition very much. I, I know. <laughs> Taurus, today's energies are powerful for breaking through negative attitudes and inhibitions. Making lifestyle changes is in special flavor today. And... It's a time for romantic spirit or creative breakthroughs. Speaking of special flavors, how about that French red hot sauce? I put that stuff on everything. Oh, yeah? So good. <laughs> it's so good. Stop it. Gemini, doing your own thing today does everything to improve your mood. It's a good time to seek ways to break free from past hauntings, such as attachments to people or things that can no longer be a part of your life. Mm. Cancer, your intuition on or about your relationships is right on today. Teaming up, pursuing a pet cause, or communicating can be in your favor, and you could find ways to break free from a limiting, disruptive connection to somebody or a situation. Good idea. Leo, the moon in the sign opposite yours doesn't help with decisiveness today, but it offers you the ability to see and appreciate both sides of a story. Peacemaking can be rewarding, and if you've been going back and forth on an issue, take a break from it. Virgo. The moon spends the day in your work and health sector and lets you refine and perfect projects related to your daily life or work. Sure. It's also a good time for closing a project, editing detail work, and also a strong time for romantic or creative Ooh. partnerships. Oh, a romantic partnership, eh? <laughs> Libra, it's all about your creative or romantic endeavors today, and conversations and thoughts could lead to breakthroughs with or surrounding love interests children, or creative efforts. Aim to let in the positive energy now and make room for new opportunities. Scorpio, take a special interest in your home or personal life today and focus on getting rid of things you no longer need, or perhaps more importantly, leave you feeling weighed down. Connecting with others can be especially beneficial this week. Sagittarius, the moon in your communication sector all day, inspires movement or busyness. You should be careful not to burn yourself out or let other areas of your life slide as you pay more attention to connecting. You may find yourself overreaching a little. I'll tell you what, if the Amazon truck shows up at the front door, you tell them unload that thing yourself. (laughs) I can't be bothered, babe. You can't be overreaching. That's right. Capricorn, the moon spends the day in your solar second house, and it's a time to sort out tricky emotional matters and problems. You could be incredibly resourceful, and people are hanging on your words and are generally supportive of your ideas. Huh. 
Hmm. Aquarius, it's a good week, uh, good week for securing the support, financial or otherwise, that you need. Or you could be focusing on eliminating emotional baggage, which is liberating. Family and intimate relationships can improve by leaps and bounds. And finally, Pisces, the moon is in the background in your solar chart today. And you're looking for extra rest or time to digest and process things. Look for opportunities in the areas of partnerships, communications, and networking, or picking up information. That others have overlooked. And that's your horrible score. I was mooned getting in here this morning, as a matter of fact. This is a continuation, a carry-on, a reboot, if you will, of a classic radio fixture. Mm. We call this Robbie and Michelle's Animal Stories. <coughs> Stories we find about four-legged friends, yeah, birds in the sky, fish in the sea, even the creepy crawlies. Ew. All the creatures of God's great animal kingdom on this magical, majestic spaceship Earth. <laughs> animal Stories. Yeah. Stories about animals. That's what they are. Each and every one of them. That's why you call it animal stories. You're not going to hear about the Kardashians. You're not going to hear about Alec Baldwin. None of that here. Just about animals. Unless it's about their animals. I suppose that is true. Mm -hmm. But rarely do the celebrities weasel (laughs) their way in. You might hear a weasel story. Which one of your celebrity weasel their way in? That's because it's an animal. All right, we killed the first minute. We should be ready to go. (laughs) Almost to the finish line. Quarter of the way there. I'm like Usain Bolt trying to get there. Trying to jump that one last hurdle. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. I said it. These are animal stories. Robbie and Rochelle in the morning. <laughs> Using an Apple AirTag, a California woman, emergency personnel, able to track down her one-year-old puppy after it got swept away into a storm drain. Oh, my gosh. Seamus is the name of the dog, and here's his owner, Emil, and the fire captain. He got away from me, and he just went down into this drainage, and, you know, the water was going so fast, all it took was one paw in that Oh, I got to tell you, I do not know what an Apple AirTag is. Oh, is no. it something with your phone? What is it? No, that? it's like a little round keychain that you can attach to anything really so they probably have it on, it on the dog's collar. collar yeah but you can put it in your phone you can put it in your shoes you can put it anywhere and you can find your you can find it through your phone so it's like so, the thing where you hit your phone and it tells you where your watch is yeah yeah oh, it's okay. just like that but you can use it on anything it's which is nice <laughs> poor dog is like i'm vibrating i'm in a storage <laughs> storm drain and i'm vibrating what the hell is oh, going on oh poor puppy i'm well, glad he's okay i'm glad seamus is okay yeah. these random stories raccoon <laughs> Got his groin hair stuck on a railway. What? <laughs> That's a sentence I never said out loud before. I'm sorry. I know. Thank God for the quick thinking railway workers in Georgia. Yes. Apparently it had frozen 
due to temperatures below 32 degrees. Oh, so here's one of the railway workers, uh, Neil Mullis, using a shovel in warm water trying to get the poor raccoon and his groin <laughs> removed from the rail track. Oh, no. Operation well performed. Little fella safe. There's the rest of his nut hair. <laughs> the rest. <laughs> I, I'm sorry, Neil. What did you call it again? Can you give us that story? Operation well performed. Yep. Little fella's safe. Good. There's the rest of his nut hair. Yeah, there it is. There's the rest of his nut hair. That poor raccoon. He's going to be telling that story to his friends forever. You think they got those little fingers. You think he would have been able to kind of remove himself, him but apparently not. Poor guy. Required a shovel and some warm water. Poor guy. And if I ever needed a procedure for my groin <laughs> you hope that that's involved a it? shovel and warm water. Not a good day. I'm not sure I would make it to see another nope, day. Nope, it would not be a good day. Well, it's not uncommon to hear of a cat stuck in a tree. You have to call the fire department, get the cat down if it climbs up far enough. Mm -hmm. This happens from time to time. Firefighters in Boise, Idaho, were called to rescue a dog named Izzy that climbed a tree the other day. Apparently, Izzy was trying to chase a squirrel. Owner says he never came close to the squirrel, but he did get stuck in the tree. had to call the fire department. Poor bud. You know, there's cats just sitting back. They're all watching this. (laughs) Smoking, eating popcorn. Sucker. Look at this stupid dog. He doesn't know how to climb a tree. Poor dog. They're going to call the fire department. I can't think of a time I've ever seen a dog try to climb anything, let alone a tree. So good for him. I got a feeling it's probably a little dog to be able to. You don't see a golden retriever (laughs) climbing the tree. Because it's like a basset hound sitting (laughs) on the (laughs) bird. That basset hound's not climbing nothing. No. (laughs) He doesn't have time for that. (laughs) Well, we're going to go a little askew here in animal stories. Technically, they are animals. I have a dinosaur story for you. (laughs) Yeah, it's an animal. Scientists now believe after finding 250 fossilized eggs. In India, laid by different female dinosaurs, all titanosaurs. What is it? Titanosaurs. Titanosaur? Titanosaurs? Titanosaur? <laughs> Those dinosaurs have tits. <laughs> titanosaurs. <laughs> they believe that the dinosaurs may have, in fact, been terrible parents. What does that mean? How do they know that? Well, their nests were really close together, so there's no way they would have been able to come back without crushing some of the eggs. Oh. So apparently, they just had no regard. They'll feed some of them, they'll crush the other ones. <laughs> Others, they believe, would have had to fend for themselves because they, they lay the nest and keep moving. They wouldn't be able to get wow. to them. What's so that dinosaur called Apparently, again? the titanosaurus. <laughs> that's a dinosaur with tits. Be a terrible parent. Can you say that? Hey, T-Rex. Hmm. <laughs> Titanosaur. Titanosaur. I mean, I'm not I've making it up. It, says, it says it right here. Now I kind of want to Google it. I'm basically it. Jeff Goldblum, you know? Basically. <laughs> yes, that's you. What I'm doing is going on the radio and teaching about the titanosaur. The tits and the dinosaurs. That's right. It's the dinosaur with titties. Per- <laughs> Stop saying Big that. old dino titties. Stop saying that. And finally, here at Animal Stories, there's a woman in Alaska who says a dead rabbit recently saved her life. She was skating on a frozen lake. She found the rabbit dead on the ice. Uh-huh. Said she took it with her to use for fur. What? She was going to skin it and make herself a pillow. Ew, what? Shortly after that, she fell through the ice into the freezing water. Nothing to grab onto, but she had the rabbit, which was now soaking wet, so she tossed it onto the ice in front of her, let it freeze to the ground, and used it as an anchor to hoist herself out of the ice hole. That is like the most bizarre story I've That's ever heard That's the most Alaska story what? I've ever heard. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, that too. I found myself a dead rabbit. I was going to go home and make a pillow, but thank God I pulled myself, use it as an oh anchor, get out of the ice hole. Gosh. What wow. an ice hole. What an ice hole. Can we go back to the dinos with titties? <laughs> <laughs>
animal stories. We have uh, found a picture of the dinosaur with the boobies. Yeah. <laughs> we put that thing up on... Uh, and a little, uh, like, an orange thing on the forehead, too. Yeah, let me see that a little closer. Yeah, it does. It looks like it's got a, hmm. like a carrot top going on. Yeah, there. right. Interesting. Post, post a picture. World's biggest ever dinosaur. Well, sure. It's huh. a titanosaur for the love of God. <laughs> yeah, right. So, makes perfect sense, doesn't it? Glad we didn't have another story about that poor alligator. I'm upset about this, the alligator in Middlesex. Yeah, I do kind of feel bad for it. Just, again, I feel like someone had a legal pet. And I, I think I'm more annoyed that the Middlesex PD are like, oh, shoot it. I mean, just what, what are you doing? I do have to say I love that we closed down an entire park for the alligator. And, and as for as much crap as we give Florida, they have alligators everywhere. <laughs> yeah. And we closed down the whole park. Yeah. Nobody can go in because there's one little four-foot alligator in there. And they, they've got them everywhere, and they're like, well, just don't go in the pond. But this is the same thing of it. In northern Florida, if somehow they get some flurries or no, some I ice. I know, I know. I'm just you know saying. saying? It's, they it's, shut down school for a week because they don't know how to deal with it. Same thing. It's like, we get an alligator in Middlesex do. County. They don't know what You're the hell You're shooting it. Oh, I don't know. Just shoot it. <laughs> just put it in a bag and take it to the zoo. Yeah. yeah, well, there you go. That's what you do. You call animal control. I know they did call animal control. But the fact that an officer uh, discharged his firearm mm-hmm. really mm-hmm. bugs me. I mean, the po- it's, an, it's still an animal. I understand that it can eat your baby, but it's Still an I think if they would have brought, you know, a prime rib out or something, and the thing would have came running at it, they could you know. have just got it right in the cage. And I don't know. I, I could probably go in there and figure it out without shooting it. I mean, really distressing to tell you the truth, but they'll get it. It'll be all right. Rochelle is uh, showing her Barbie pride this morning, wearing a pink Barbie T-shirt that says, "Come on, Barbie, let's go party." <laughs> Where'd you get that? How much did I pay for that Barbie shirt? Not much. I got it from one of those. Um, it was a website called Sheen. It's one of those websites where you're not sure if it's going to arrive on time or what size it's going to be uh-huh. because it's either going to be never going to come or it's going to be a size nothing. What do you mean it's never going to come? What is that a legitimate website? No, not really. You're, you're just not sure. You're not sure. Why would you not just buy something like that at Amazon? Amazon has Barbie shirts, I'm sure. Yes, but I bought one for Lola and I, and it, they were like $3 a piece. Wow. <laughs> so That's it was, a deal. I thought, I thought for $3, if it doesn't come, or it doesn't fit, it's okay. You would have been okay with this if you order something and it just doesn't come. <laughs> that doesn't make any sense. I it was I was taking a chance, and they happened to both fit Lola and I, so it was fine and it was good. And I will order from them again. Now it did take about six weeks for it to come, and that's okay. But I'm not going to say that's a 135 thread count or anything, but it is a fine looking shirt for three dollars. It was fine, not bad. It's fine. It's and fine. I noticed that the uh, the Barbie the writing of the Barbie logo is just a little off brand, so they don't get sued by the Mattel people. Yeah. You know, yeah. It's pretty funny. I, I, I'm, I think if I wash it, it'll probably I'll probably be in trouble because it's like plastic a little bit. But yeah, you think I the like, thing will just peel right off? Yeah, I think so. But it's, it was three it was three dollars. It's like that little cart at the mall where they uh, they got that little uh-huh. contraption there where they can print you a t shirt yes. in five minutes. Yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? Come on, Barbie, let's go. Uh, come on, Barbie, let's go. Party is from that Aqua song. Mm-hmm. Remember that group Aqua in the nineties? Aqua. Aqua. Yes. They've announced a twenty date Barbie World Tour. No doubt to cash in on the big success of the movie. Oh yeah. They're not starting until November 12th, so I wonder if the... I feel like the Barbie phenomenon is starting to wear off by November, but they're doing a 20-day tour. Starts in Seattle and then wraps up in Hollywood. Uh, it says world tour, but they appear to be all uh, stateside dates. But they're a German group, if I remember. If I go back to my Rolodex from when uh, Barbie Girl... What is it? Aqua or Aqua? Aqua. Aqua was a uh, hit group there. Rush, you remember playing them back in oh, like yeah. 1998 or so? Sure. I think they were a German group, but doing a world tour. Starts in Seattle, so... Want to go see them sing uh, Barbie Girl Live? I'll tell you what. You bring them out like at the Stone Pony or something, people will go bananas, would they not? <laughs> sure. I mean, everybody laughs and says, what a stupid, you know, uh, a stupid one-hit wonder group singing a song about Barbie. People would go nuts if you brought them out at a party. 
Yes, yeah. so they'd all bring their phones and tape the thing. Absolutely. And- mm-hmm. You know what's funny, though, is that, that song did not appear in the Barbie movie. No, because it had it was not uh, licensed by Mattel. I remember there was a big lawsuit that yeah. came out, and then they argued that it was they weren't specifically mentioning the doll; they mm-hmm. were just mentioning a girl named Barbie, which uh. is a, which is a name. So, mm-hmm. yeah. there was a whole thing about that. So, uh, Google to avoid disappointment, get your tickets now. Go see Aqua's World Tour. Also, Better Homes and Gardens this morning announcing they got a deal with HGTV to create a Barbie Dream House. Got to make over a, a real house to look like the pink Barbie Dream House. This will oh, be an HGTV show this fall. <laughs> That's kind of fun, right? Oh my god, I want to live in the Barbie Dream House. Well, they could they could pick you to do it, you know. I oh mean, that's my God. how they do that. They yeah. they ask people if they'd like their their house made over. Well, you have to have a house to do that. Oh, I don't yeah. have one of those. Yeah, we're uh, we're we're paying rent every month. How about my car? Excuse the ring. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't wait a minute. I don't want our SUV made over pink like a Barbie Land Rover. That'd be awesome. No, it would be <gasps> terrible. That would be awesome. We can do the old broken down boss van in the back that nobody uses anymore. That one we can make over. <laughs> but I wonder if you already need like a three story house on the water to be made over into the Barbie house. It has to have some of the bones of a Barbie dream house to be remade well, as an no. HGV, HGTV Barbie dream house. They could build up the house. They could add They could add levels to the house. Yeah, and I'll bet you they're having kids' bedrooms, mm-hmm. you know, painted pink and stuff like yeah. that. And by the way, gentlemen, there's also going to be a den for Ken. The Ken den will be a fresh take <laughs> for the modern man in the Barbie dream house. I this love is, that. This is all true. Uh, there'll also be a reading nook for kids, a she shed in the back mm-hmm. for future Barbie DIY projects, and uh, other spaces for your free time. It'll all depend on exactly what house they choose to be the uh, Better Homes and Gardens HGTV Barbie Dreamhouse. So there you are. It's no longer a man cave. It's a Ken Den. It's a Ken Den. I love right. that. Yeah. Beautiful. Hey, boys, you want to come over and watch a game down in the Ken Den? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if we can be friends anymore, Big Villa. <laughs> yeah. Wow. I don't know about that. That's kind of frightening, yeah. actually. You're Ken enough. That's what we need is a home makeover. Rochelle's got her $3 uh, <laughs> knockoff Barbie t-shirt on this morning. <laughs> Time right now for the CBB, the Community Bulletin Board, which is powered by our friends at Monmouth Park. Monmouth Park's Big Barbecue New Jersey Craft Beer Festival returns this weekend, Labor Day weekend. Boss Rodies, you're Robbie and Rochelle. We'll see you out there. Beer sampling tickets on sale right now, though. SeatGeek.com slash Monmouth and save 15%. <laughs> no? Oh, no. I'm just, I'm I'm excited that there's beer sampling and that oh, I see. Robbie and Michelle will be here. I see. I will be here. You understand we're working the event. You're not there to get plastered, okay? Well, I'm only going to be working the event for two hours. The event goes more than two hours. So I'll be working the event and you'll just be wandering around. Correct. Lug you back to the car. <laughs> there are little samples. Always free parking. Speaking of cars, by the way. <laughs> boss Rody's uh, on the move tonight. 1071 The Boss presents The Pretenders. Stone Pony, Asbury Park. See you out there. You can win on your way in. Don't forget about that. And let's look ahead to uh, this uh, weekend also. Sunday, September the 3rd, in addition to the being uh, the big uh, barbecue and craft festival, it's 107.1 The Boss presents Foreigner with Loverboy, mm-hmm. PNC Bank Arts Center. Remember we had that big choir contest? Yes. We got the school choir from uh, Hamilton. We'll be coming up and opening the show. And once again, your Robbie and Rochelle will be there. Mm-hmm. And your boss, Rodies will be there ahead of time. Looking forward uh, to the following weekend, Saturday, September the 9th. It's Neptune Day over at Neptune Middle School, which is on Heck Avenue. They'll have carnival rides and your very last chances to win some uh, boss summer shirts. All gets going 3 o'clock, Saturday, September the 9th. There's a psychic fair, but you probably already knew that. Oh. Happening today at the Seaside <laughs> Heights Community Center from 1 to 10. Enjoy a 20-minute reading at a special rate with all proceeds benefiting the Seaside Heights Improvement Committee. Oh, that's nice. Dion Warwick out there on the uh, <laughs> on the boardwalk. Walk-ins are welcome. I mean, what else would there be? Would he have to make an appointment with the psychic? Sure, maybe. 
<laughs> she knows you're coming. She's a psychic. It's true. OceanCountyTourism.com slash events for the details. It's a summer fun fest. That goes on today. Fantasy Island Amusement Park from 7 to 11. What was that little guy on that show? The plane, boss. The plane. See, it's Fantasy Island Amusement Park. What remember? was his name? Tattoo. Remember? Yeah, tattoo. tattoo. He wore that little white suit. Yeah. Live entertainment, face painters, stilt walkers, balloon artists, jugglers, and a whole lot more. I'm the first person in years to think of a 70s TV show when mentioning uh, Fantasy Island. LBI.com. They have all the details right there for the Fantasy Island Amusement Park. The plane, boss, the plane. All right, stop. Final free movie on the Bay of the Summer is happening tonight at dusk. The gazebo on the Bayfront and Lavalette. Super Mario Brothers. Lavalette.org for all the info. I think uh, everybody talk about Barbie. Super Mario ends up being the biggest movie of the year. Yeah, I think it, it's still the highest grossing of the year, isn't it? Made like another mm-hmm. million dollars more than Barbie so mm-hmm. far. So there you go. A couple of things we thought uh, you, yes, you needed to know this morning on your friendly neighborhood. CBB, the Community Bulletin Board. If you have an event you would like us to share, we'd be glad to do it for you every morning about 620 and 835. Send them in. Local businesses, organizations, community groups, charities, putting them on. You can text us, you can Facebook us, or get us at 1071theboss.com. By the way, what a dumb police officer shooting a gun at that poor alligator. I mean, that's not the way to handle it. You call animal control. What? I mean, what a dummy. Just go have a donut. What are you scared? What are you doing? You're firing a gun at an alligator? I mean, that's just ridiculous all the way around. No, but I feel bad for that alligator because I was reading about this and they suspect that there's people that illegally had the thing as yeah. a pet. And then well, they're like, oh, 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 hey, Bubba, the thing is too big now. What do we do? I don't know. Throw it in the river. I mean, just <laughs> yeah. a bunch of morons all around. S, I say S-H, S-H-O, S-H-O-T, shot, S-H-O-T, shot, 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 M, I say M-U, M-U-G, that's what I see, mug, M-U-G-S-H-O-T Hey, mugshot Keep your eyes straight, not lowered Mugshot Checking out your comb over Mugshot Stand still, don't be jolty Mugshot Looking worse than Nick Nolte Mugshot Post your bail at the jail then M-U-G-S-H-O-T Hey, mugshot After you post that bail Mugshot Put it online for sale Mugshot Posing a little bolder Mugshot Arm around Rudy's shoulder Mugshot Fanny, you sure did goof Cause today's approval rating went through the roof Thank you, mugshot You see, uh, Trump raised $12 million dollars by posting a picture with his little logo. His mugshot? Yeah. 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 $12 million? Well, they were selling mugs. They were selling yeah. all sorts of stuff. With the mug, it on it. Mugshot on a mug. Yeah. I mean, like him or not, good for him. You think so? I, like him or not, he's got a he's got a great marketing team. <laughs> no, I, I mean it's a horrible picture, and no, well, he, he made twelve that, it's, million dollars. It's, disgr- it's disgraceful. It's nothing to be proud of at all. It's not, it's not. It's a mugshot. He made twelve million dollars with it by I mean, selling all this paraphernalia. Wow, with his picture on it, it's disgraceful. Of a mugshot. I mean, the guy was still. It happened to him. You know what I'm saying? Even if he's acquitted, he still was arrested and brought in front of a, a judge, arraigned, and all of that. It's disgraceful. I think nobody we, should be a proud. Nobody, no matter what reason, should be proud of being arrested. Okay, for here's the what I think we should do. I think we should all recreate the mug shot. <laughs> put it. Listen, put our mugs on a mug, uh-huh. and then try to sell it in whatever we, whatever we can make. We'll put it towards our whatever we're raising money for this this Christmas, and see how much we can make with our mugs. Our mug on a mug. I don't know about that. Come on. 
I will. Say I want to recreate the mugshot. I will say that you're right. It is amazing. He's got a um, you know Photoshop kid that goes in there and just slaps his campaign logo right on the mugshot picture. Ten minutes after it comes out, twelve million dollars. Unbelievable. According to a uh, new survey just out, Associated Press poll, seventy-seven percent of Americans uh, feel as though Trump is corrupt, criminal, crooked, a liar, dishonest, and untrustworthy. <laughs> At the same time, they describe uh, Biden as old, outdated, elderly, slow, confused, and bumbling, like Mr. Magoo. <laughs> I added the Mr. Magoo part myself. Yeah, so. but there's something about each one of the candidates that nobody likes, yeah. obviously. Yeah, that's tough. They take a picture of you, you go into the uh, doctor's office. You get the, He's got the mugshot. Biden goes in there to the doctor's office. <laughs> and his picture right there. <laughs> Just going in for my checkup. Yeah, it's tough. Every time you go to the doctor's office, it's always all it's all old people in the in the waiting room. That's all mm-hmm. they do. All they do, oh, you know, all my uh, my elderly aunts and uncles, a couple of siblings. It's all they do. They talk about how they go to the doctors. Right. Tuesday, they get three of them. Two of them on Wednesday. Thursday's a day off. Friday, I got the foot doctor. Get the I podiatrist. can't get up. That's all they do. Well, friend uh, Bob Barker. <laughs> Sad news the other day. Rochelle literally mm. screamed out loud. Yeah. We were sitting so by the pool sad. and she gets the uh, the little beep on her phone. Screamed out loud. She was so bummed out because, mm-hmm. of course, uh, many of us grew up watching Bob Barker on The Price is Right. Mm-hmm. We're getting details now on his last wishes, which include no funeral. What? His uh, publishers told the uh, Daily News that he just wanted something uh, very private, a small get-together of friends. Um, burial will be uh, private as well. He'll be laid to rest next to his uh, wife, Dorothy Joe, who died mm. way back in 1981. He never remarried. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. But he's owned the plot of land next to her grave in the Hollywood Hills uh, since she passed away to be sure that they'd be able to be buried together. But I guess uh, just immediate uh, next of kin will be attending, and that's it. No Hollywood uh, show business friends or anything like that. That's sad. Even people who'd worked sad. on the show with him for many years. Uh, Drew Carey, you know, his friends with him. That's sort of, you know, we host the show now, and they said none of them are going to be uh, attending. So just a small little affair. Yeah. I guess he is being buried, though. He's not a cremation deal, which, yeah. which is pretty popular these days, I guess. Mm-hmm. But, but there you are. I'm very sad about it. I really am. It's, it's one of those things that he... It's there's not very many celebrities that actually make me feel very sad when they pass away or affect me, but he sure. is he is one that makes me feel. It's I just it's a lot of nostalgia for me. Yeah, well, it's like when, Betty White a year or so. Yeah, ago, you know? yeah. It's hard to believe these people are gone because that's it. Once they're gone, you know. I know. And Bob Barker is one of those. I just grew up with him, and he was. I mean, it, it's weird to say, but I feel like he's a part of my family. I, it's I, like another grandfather. Yeah, sure. I just so I was so sad. I we were at the pool, and right. I, I'm like, oh my god. And you forget, uh, you're reading the biography here. Even if you grew up with him with Price is Right, he was on 20 years before that on Truth or Consequences. Yes. So there's just generations that have grown up with the man. And what a great, great talent. What a great broadcaster. So mm-hmm. just, a, just a huge Well, and when you, you hear about the stuff, he used to walk into the audience and talk to people and yeah. make jokes and stuff like that. You never saw any of that, but that's why people loved him, too. Yeah. yeah. And I, I loved what, his sarcasm, too. I, I just loved say. it. Yeah, that's what I like about him. Is yeah. that he, uh, sometimes, like Michael Strahan is a nice guy. He does, hey, I'm Michael Strahan. How you doing? I, I hope the, the pyramid now. That's my Michael Strahan impression with his little uh, space in his teeth. But he's nice to everybody. He's like, that's all right. You only got one out of ten. That's okay. Whereas Bob Barker would be like, do you understand how this game is playing, you idiot? <laughs> that's what I loved about Bob yeah. is he, he was so annoyed when people got you know, screwed up Plinko. You know? Yes. And he loved animals. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And no. so I, I love that about him. And loved love, too. I mean, remarkable. Yes. You know, a Hollywood guy. I'm sure he had all kinds of women throwing himself at well. Well. Some of the models, I think. We did hear about that, but he never married he, again. Yeah, he said he would never remarry. Found his own true love, and that was it. So, mm-hmm. you know. Mm-hmm. Anyway, but. rest in peace, Bob Barker. We didn't get a chance to mention that because we were off yesterday. I wanted to do a little uh, a little mention. Certainly a big influence uh, 
not to flatter myself or make this about me at all, but I remember when he retired back in 2007, people would say, you love the 70s, you love shag carpets, you love all those old game shows so much, you should go and audition. Uh, and I did. I did. I went and auditioned but because uh, I had an agent back then. I mean, nothing came of it, but <laughs> I was that big a Bob Barker fan. I remember as I took the day off to watch the show, uh, the final show back in 2007. So. Yeah. Uh, you you audition? I don't know that I really knew that. You I mean, auditioned I, I to, a, to host? I, I did a thing. I sent in a tape because they had an open oh. au- they had an open audition for people that uh, were members of the the after a union. You know the oh. uh, the actors and TV performers. And you, could, and you could audition to be the host. Yeah, but I mean, then they had next level where you get met with producers. Then they had people that did it on the stage. And oh, okay. my understanding is in uh, Les Moonves, who is uh, the former head of CBS, then happened to be having lunch with Drew Carey. Went, you know, I'd like to do The Price Is Right. He went. Boom, let's do that. <laughs> Done. Yeah, you're a name. Let's get you. Easy. That, that's what I understand. Oh, so, okay. Yeah. So I'm not, I don't mean to imply that I was in negotiations to yeah, host no, the show. Yeah, no, no, no. Just saying I sent the tape in and nothing ever came of it, but. I'd love to see that tape. <sighs> well, someone's got it. Well, it was the same. Uh, you've seen the tape. I did a thing where I sent it into, where I did the little power pose. Oh, God. And I sent it into HGTV or the cooking channel, whatever yeah. it was. Yeah. CMT, I did an audition for them, but nothing came of it. Oh, okay. That's why I fired the agent lady today. <laughs> <laughs> nothing, nothing came of it. All right, time now <laughs> for your backwards oldie. We do this every Tuesday morning. It's a little clip of a classic song, a moldy golden oldie in reverse. First correct caller who can tell me what it is will win tickets to go see Queen with Adam Lambert, formerly of American Idol. Great voice, by the way. Mm-hmm. Oh, so good. Madison Square Garden. They're doing a couple of shows there. This is with the date on October 12th. Listen closely. Here it is. Boy, that's tough, huh? That's it? That's all you're getting. Backwards oldie. It's an oldie in reverse. What? 732-774-4444. First correct caller will win those tickets. Let's try line one. Good morning. It's a boss. Is that a you are so beautiful? Nope. Good guess, though. That is a good guess. Now get out. (laughs) No, Ross, I didn't say that. Backwards oldie, 732-774-4444. Lines are wide open. First caller gets it right, gets queen tickets. One more time? Yeah. I almost feel as though I haven't given you enough. I mean, this, this, yeah, is off, this is awfully hard today. That's really hard. So maybe I should give you a clue. Should I give a clue? I mean, yeah, maybe. We- this is a British invasion song. Oh, okay. that helps. Yeah. It's part of that whole Rolling Stones Beatle thing. <laughs> Not. So it's a 60s song that tells you when I say oldies, it's an oldie. It's it's part of that Beatles Stones thing, you know. I tell you it's a uh, a song that has to do with the season, this time of year. That's a huge hint. Backwards oldie of the day, 732-774-4444. Not a clue? No one's got a clue? I, no. <laughs> Might have to do a bigger piece of it in a minute. That's but. really hard. All you right. think you know what it is. First one through really, really gets queen hard. ticket, 732-774-4444. Time now for hashtag mom, M-O-M, mom. Confessions. Every morning, right about this time, about 720 and 920 or so, we hear from moms. A lot going on this week. Back to school, right? Yeah. Summer vacation finally over. Mm-hmm. Class picture time. There's yes. always some sort of stress moms get going on. Or maybe you just remember <laughs> what it was like dealing with the kids. And the kids are all grown now. Or you're a grandma. Or occasionally mm-hmm. we hear from a dad. And then we share them when we search that hashtag on all of our social media pages like this. At following Freckles 44 said, if you want to yell at your kids in the car at 430 in the morning before you even get to the end of your driveway, a vacation might be for you. <laughs> you should take that one to heart, too. You yell at me at 430 in the morning. Get out. 
Let's very wake true. up. It's very true. Get out of bed. <laughs> Best Ryan said, I would love to have a brief chat with whoever taught my son to roll his eyes and say, oh, my God, whenever someone displeases him. Oh, wait. Oh, is a guy from uh, Schnitz Creek? David? <laughs> Fine. Fine. <sighs> and Deanna Decker said, one day you're taking care of your baby's every need. And the next you're like, did I feed my kids lunch today? Hashtag bomb. <laughs> It's every morning, 72927. And you might hear yours right here. There it is once again, the backwards oldie of the day. 732-774-4444. Plan for tickets to see Queen. Good morning, it's a boss. Hey, is it Seasons of the Sun? Ooh, that's a good guess. No, not Seasons of the Sun. Uh, seasons in the Sun, I think. Good morning, it's a boss. Good morning. Hi. I'm calling for the song. Yeah, what, do you, it- what do you think? Groovy kind of love. Nope. Good uh, guess. Okay. I think we did that one not that long ago, mm-hmm. didn't we? Remember, it was love is all around. Hi, it's a boss playing here for Queen tickets. What do you think? Hi, uh, is it time of the season? Nope. The not- zombies. Nope. Good guess. Mm-hmm. You're you're right there. It's a British invasion act. It is of the season. I didn't necessarily say that it has season in the title though. <laughs> Hmm. 732-774-4444. First correct caller to identify the mystery oldie gets tickets to see uh, Adam Lambert performing with Queen. Uh, one of two shows in Madison Square Garden. This one happening on October the 12th. Good morning. It's Boss. Hey, good morning. Is it Goodbye Ruby Tuesday by the Stones? Great guess. Great guess, but nope, it is not that. It is a British Invasion song, though, from that era. Good morning. It's Boss. What do you think? Uh, whiter shade of pale? No, sir. Good morning, it's the boss. Hey, good morning. What do you think? Is it time of the season by the zombies? No, no, we've had that one guessed, so we know it's not time of the season. That's the one that goes, you know? Oh, yes. It's not that one. (laughs) Here it is again. (laughs) Backwards old. British Invasion song, early 60s song, so it came out same time, the Beatlemania, all of that. And it has to do with this season. That's all I can say. Hi, it's the boss. What do you think? Hi. Is it When I Need You, Leo Sayers? Nope. No, good guess, but older than that. Older than that. That's an early 80s song, I think. Hi, it's a boss. Hello. Hello. Yeah, hey. Hi. Is that a Summer Song by Chad and Jeremy? Is it Summer Song by Chad and Jeremy? Sweet. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Look at you. Nice wow. job, my friend. That is Great a summer job. song from Chad and Jeremy. Awesome. British invasion stuff, and that, that's right, of this season of summer. What's your name? Eric. Eric, you got tickets to go see Queen with Adam Lambert. Uh, Madison Square Garden, October 12th. Nice job, my friend. Excellent. Thank you. All right. Thanks for playing it backwards, Oldie. Hang on the line. We'll get all your info. All right. Time now for Robbie and Rochelle's Fast Five. My big old training story is thought you needed to know to be in the know from number five to number one. We will start at number five, countdown today. A friendly reminder to stay in touch with us, as hopefully you did when we were off for a couple of days. Right there at 1071theboss.com on any of our socials. Wherever you get your podcast, your search, Robbie and Rochelle, should come right up. It's on the Google. It's on TuneIn. Mm-hmm. Or right there on the uh, website as well. And a reminder, I believe the uh, voting closes tomorrow in the APP uh, poll of the best radio personalities in the area. We are nominated, as is our friend Kane, as is the radio station. So please uh, vote early, often cheat if you can. Uh, so we're the big winners. <laughs> also, uh, Nor'easter Nick uh, in the South Jersey poll for best weatherman, we're told. That's <laughs> at app.com. Please vote. All right, time now for Robbie and Rochelle's Fast Five. Number five, 
Funny, uh, Jill Zarin, you know her from the Real Housewives of New York City? Mm-hmm. Her sister is a talk show host who worked for me when I was running a group of stations up uh, in Westchester County, New York. Oh, really? Yeah. And she's very not very talented, very nice lady. But mm-hmm. she would uh, she had like a group of sponsors that she brought in, so she would buy her own time. Okay. So she kind of walked in like she owned the place. Sure. Yeah. I mean, I did have to provide her with uh, you know a little coaching from time to time, and that and some advice and yes. help yes. her get some things. And I had a, a kid that would run the control board for her. Mm-hmm. But she would come in and remember she had the uh, just as you would expect that she would, being the sister of a real housewife. Mm-hmm. She had the little teacup dog in her purse, of course. <laughs> Very fancy. All kinds of diamond rings and all of that. Very fancy. Lisa Wexler was her name. Lisa okay. Wexler. Yes. Uh, and then she insisted that she go, this was in 2012, that she go to both the conventions because it was a presidential election year. And I remember she, uh, we had the hookup for her and, and I, I sent her with a producer and he didn't know what he was doing and he left the thing on and ended up costing the company. Remember Cumulus? Remember those people? Right. I cost them over $2,000 because wow. they left the phone line for her to broadcast from the convention going and they were supposed to shut it off when they were done. Ouch. And they, were they just, left the, like the phone line on the whole yeah. time? Yeah. They call them ISDN, which are like these high-tech uh, phone line, high-quality phone lines. So you're yeah. talking down a phone, but it sounds better than a phone call would, uh-huh. since we were able to put it on the air, and she was able to give commentary and interview the politicians and all that. And, and we left it on, and so then I get a call from the CEO of the company. He's like, what the hell? I just got a bill for over $2,000. That was per day, I think it was. So the whole thing was like ten grand. Oh, wow. Oh, no. It's amazing. I lasted a few more years in that company. But Yeah, it is. <laughs> anyway, I believe Lisa's still doing a talk show up somewhere in that area. So... But this is not about Lisa. This is about her sister, Jill Zarin. Oh, okay. <laughs> I just brought that up because Jill would come and be on the show a lot of the time. Oh, I understand. So I saw this story this morning. It reminded me of the time I, I was almost almost fired by Cumulus. All right, let's of, move on. Matter of fact, one of, one of many times just that year I was nearly fired by Cumulus. But I was very confused as to what we were talking about. But that's fine. That's, that's Lisa Wexler, who's the sister of Jill Zarin. Got it. I believe those are both uh, married names for both of them. Got it. Anyway, Jill is one of the real housewives of uh, <laughs> New York, and she is so addicted to Diet Coke, is like the old thing, how addicted was she? So addicted that she packs a full suitcase when she travels full of Diet Coke. Wow. Wow. I mean, you're a pretty big aficionado yourself. Yeah, I've had two already this morning. She went on a European trip, and a friend of hers took a video. It's posted it. It's now gone viral. I uh, think it's so strange that she's got one of her suitcases full of Diet Coke cans wow. as she's traveling. Here's oh a video of God. this. Oh, my God. So I smuggled in. Go to Europe. They don't have Coke Zero. It sucks. Wow. All right. <laughs> yeah, I love it. I know you do. Is that your third can this morning? Yeah, second. Second can. All right. He's a little behind with the Diet Coke cans. But her sister sounds exactly like that on the air. Now, you're running for president. What's that like? That's Just like that. Nearly got me fired. Jill Zarin. Man, that was a long story. Here we go. Number That's four. A long story. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go to Florida, because, of course, it's always Florida. Florida. There's a new law there going to affect October 1st. Makes it so that anyone under the age of 18 will need a driver's license or learner's permit in order to drive a golf cart. Really? Oh, interesting. Concerned Florida resident who is opposed to this law's name is Brian Fison. He's with the Florida Safety Council talking about the brand new law. Do we have that clip, Kermit? I would really appreciate it if they brought it up to the age where they are completely legal to drive a golf cart as well as a car. I see a lot of 14-year-olds operating golf carts with three or four of their friends in those golf carts. And I, I got to tell you, I can't think of a more dangerous situation than that. I'll tell you what, that's a lot of fun driving the golf cart. You ever drive the golf cart? Oh, it's oh, a lot yeah. of fun. Ride the golf cart, drive the golf cart, you know nothing what? but laughs. Here's the thing. I, yeah. my, my mom. Uh-huh. 
lives in Florida. Yeah, she has a golf cart. My mom has a golf cart. Oh. It doesn't matter what age you are. <laughs> I, I'm just going to say it. You're my, boozing on the golf cart. My, yeah, the, those senior citizens on their golf cart that is not it does not have the the little brake thing on does it. Does she take it to the store to shop oh, and no, all that she stuff? Oh, she goes to her Publix and they go flying. Wow. It doesn't matter. <laughs> her boyfriend goes like 100 in his golf cart. It doesn't I mean, go 100. Those things I'm have a top speed of no, about 20 miles I, an hour. No, I'm telling you, he goes flying in that thing. I don't care whether you have a license or not. They're dangerous and he is crazy in no. that thing. It No. Maybe he had it souped up or something. <laughs> it's great. It is not like the one that you go to in the the when you go golfing. It is right. not. Because like they put a little thing on there yeah. when you go golfing so it can only go so fast. His is so fast. There is no way. It doesn't matter if you have a driver's license or not. Wow. They, they are crazy. I'll tell you aggressive is a guy driving those things around the airport. You ever see those guys? They're, yeah. they're, they're ramier. You gotta be careful. Yeah, you're pulling your suitcase behind you. Aggressive. Like Fast and the Furious Vin Diesel with your golf cart. They are fun, but they are aggressive. I'm more worried about the seniors in Florida. Yes. Number three, <laughs> congratulations. The grand champion ham at the Kentucky State Fair is sold for a record-breaking amount this year of $10 million. How big was it? Well, <laughs> I mean, say, that's a lot of money for a ham. It doesn't say how much it was. It doesn't appear to be an extraordinary ham. It's not like it's 100 pounds or anything like that. It's a, it's a good ham. It's a good-sized ham. It says all the money will be going to Kentucky Charities, uh, $5 million of the uh, ten million goes to one blah 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 goes to this charity here. Uh, apparently, it's the most tasty ham. So it's the you know the award winning ham. It wasn't necessarily about the the girth, the size. <laughs> wow, <laughs> the grand champion ham there at the Kentucky State Fair. It's like a whole different deal. It's a whole other world out in Kentucky. Mm-hmm. You didn't grow up out there. You don't know about these things. You know what I mean? <laughs> that going to be ten million. I've gone ahead and Google. It was an eighteen pound ham. That's what I'm saying. Like it's a big ham, but I wouldn't say it was like a hundred pound. It's not a roadside attraction kind of ham, you know. Wow! And it sold for how much? Ten million dollars. Ten million dollars. Five to one charity. Five billion to another. Grand champion ham at the Kentucky State Fair, breaking the world record for hams sold at a state fair. God bless America. Huh? An expensive bacon. Bonus story for you. Still sending uh, get well wishes out to our friend Elton John. He was hospitalized. He's now been uh, released following a slip at his home in Nice in France. He was taken to the Princess Grace Hospital in Monaco. I'd forgotten about that. You remember when Grace Kelly was married to the, the prince or whatever it was? Yeah. And that's why they named the hospital after mm-hmm. her in Monaco. Mm-hmm. Kind of interesting. He was kept overnight for uh, observation, but he said to be doing fine. A representative uh, for Elton said he's in good health and was only taken to the hospital as a uh, precaution, precautionary measure. Oh, well, that's good. Yeah, he was in and out. I yeah. mean, basically. Sure. I'm sure that helps when you're Elton John. Get it in and out there. Make a phone call ahead of time. <laughs> yeah, we get Elton coming in. Clear the floor, please. Yeah. But he's 70-something years old, so you fall down and that can be a little you scary. Be, yeah, you got to be careful. Made it through a whole world tour over five years. Poor guy finally gets a few days off, falls down his stairs. So. <laughs> well, I think he did have a spill during the tour, actually. Oh, did he? And he, yeah. he stopped the tour for a little oh, bit. Oh, you're right. He, I, if I recall, I don't think he heard I think he did hurt himself and he had to stop, but nothing broke then yeah. either. So I'm glad he's okay, though. He's expected to be just fine. Yeah. Elton John, 76 years old. Mm-hmm. Number two, Liam Neeson was interviewed and said that he is broken with his uh, Catholic upbringing in part because he was 15. He went to confession and told the priest that he pleasures himself. Oh, boy. <laughs> the priest, uh, quote, shamed him for it, told him he was on his way to going to hell. He said he immediately left and has never gone back to confession. And now has come to the point where he no longer attends mass because he was so frustrated by it. Oh. <laughs> the fact they told him to 
Oh. Stop pleasuring himself. I, th- I so. thought that was the point of confession, though, was to confess your sins. Well, maybe he was 15 years old. He didn't understand what the deal was, but he was, oh. he was turned off from his upbringing by the fact that they told him, stop, stop yanking That's the chain. too many Hail Marys. Yeah. I'm not doing it. Yeah. Too many. Father, I have sinned. <laughs> I have a special set of skills. Pump, 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 pump. Is that a boob? <laughs> stop. Remember, he used to watch the, uh, the scrambled uh, Playboy channel on cable. He'd be like, is, it, is that a butt crack? I think it is. Father, I've sinned. <laughs> All right, let's move on. That and sounded more like Batman than Liam Neeson anyway. Really? And we're back. Yep. Bonus story for you. Martha Stewart has said she has uh, two pet peacocks. <laughs> yes. Let that headline resonate, right? And Martha Stewart, two pet peacocks. And she talks to them. She does. She said uh, they talk to her, she talks to them. Now, sometimes you'll walk by a parrot or a peacock, it'll call at you. You know, if you've been to the someone mm-hmm. that has a bird like mm-hmm. this or the zoo, but apparently these birds only quack, quack, squawk at her, and she back to them. She said she communicates with them on a regular basis. She breeds them. Oh, is that true? Yes. I didn't realize that. My guess is that she's doing a little bit too much of the cush from uh, Snoop Dogg. <laughs> No, she thinks the parrot's talking to her. You know what I mean? Peacocks are annoying. Have you yeah. ever, I mean, have you ever heard, they, they go, help, help. That's what they sound, that's what they <laughs> wow. do. Have you ever seen them at the zoo? It sounds like the guy with the award-winning ham out in they Kentucky. They do, they're so help! annoying. Help. Wait a minute, at the grocery store? What'd you say? At the zoo. Oh, at the zoo, okay. They, that's, they, they say help. They're so annoying. Why would you breed those things? What's for oh. dinner tonight? Well, we got some roast peacock. Help. It's going to be great. Well, it's Martha Stewart. She can do what she wants. I know she can, yeah. and she's got enough proper, but like, ugh, this come might on, be Martha. This might be why. I mean, she's a beautiful, talented woman, yes. even, but this might be why she hasn't found a band. She's there breeding <laughs> peacocks <laughs> on her property, talking to the peacock. I mean, come on. Just lay off the doobie a little bit. I don't know what that batch of Snoop gave you was. But number one, well, former New Jersey Andrea DiMatteo on OnlyFans now. You remember her from The Sopranos. She has announced she's charging $15 a month to view her OnlyFans page. This is a website, for those that don't know, where both celebrities and amateur citizens can mm-hmm. post uh, various sexually explicit and otherwise images of themselves. Yes. Uh, she has not said uh, exactly what you're going to see on there, but she does have a profile pic that's available to public. She's on a mattress smoking a cigarette, completely nude. So, mm-hmm. uh, Sopranos fans probably a little bit upset about that. Paulie Walnuts is like, cover up, honey, cover up. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> can you imagine? Fifteen bucks a month, huh? That seems a little low for a formerly nationally known celebrity, part of one of the biggest TV shows of all time, doesn't yeah, it? Yeah, really. It seems a little low. You might want to sh- shoot a little higher and see how business goes, Drea. Yeah, you'd think you'd get more even just for a signature at one of those Comic-Cons or something. Fifteen bucks a month? You make a great point. The other We've had him on many times. Our buddy Steven Sharippa goes around and does the things he plays. All yeah. he does is sit in a chair on the stage and play clips of the TV right. show and go, yeah, that was fun when we did that. Right. She's going to go on there and show her boobs? What is the deal? <laughs> yeah. There's nobody that will do an autograph or something? Right. Do a podcast. Right. Anything. What's the deal? Podcast. What is the deal? Well, if that's what she wants to do. I guess. <laughs> Wonder what Steven Tripper would get for going on OnlyFans. Hey, how you doing? These are my balls. <laughs> you know, you want to look, you got to pay me. It's what it is. So, wow. here's my ass. Tuesday, world-famous celebrity birthday file. <laughs> Liam Payne, one of the kids from that One Direction group. He is 30 today. <laughs> Leah Michelle, you remember her from Glee, mm-hmm. 37. She was the one in the relationship with the guy, uh, Curry Monteith, that died, yes, right? he passed away, oh. yes. Rebecca DeMornay, remember her from Risky Business, Hand That Rocks the Cradle? Yeah. Mm-hmm. She's 64 today. Elliot Gould is still kicking. I loved him in the Oceans movies with Clooney. He's 85 today. A lot of gone but not forgotten. Uh, Isabel Sanford, she was wheezy on the Jeffersons. 
Uh, Joel Schumacher, the guy that did uh, St. Elmo's Fire, The Lost Boys. Robin Leach, Lifestyles of the Rich and Famous. What was it? Caviar Dreams and Champagne <laughs> Nights. Champagne Wishes. That's what it was. Robin Leach. <laughs> uh, Richard Attenborough. He was the old man that opens Jurassic Park in that movie. Mm-hmm. Ingrid Bergman. That's the Here's Looking at You Kid from yes. Casablanca. Mm-hmm. She was born way back in 1915. Michael Jackson's birthday today. Yes. He- Would have been 65. He- he- Stop he- it. It's very good. He- Michael Jackson's birthday. John McCain, the great John McCain, yes. born this day of 1936. Uh, Not laughing at that and laughing at how bad my Michael Jackson impression was. <laughs> yeah. I have tremendous respect for Senator McCain. That was. Apparently not for Michael Jackson. <laughs> I mean, no, of course not. He's Michael Jackson, for the love of God. You don't have respect for Michael well, Jackson? Well, yeah, I mean, not, as an not, artist? Not, yeah, I mean, not in the same way as John McCain, though. No, I mean, I. I <laughs> stop it. Please, stop. Uh, National Lemon Juice Day, <laughs> Chop Suey Day, National Sports Day. And before you turn off the radio, go put on uh, ESPN. Uh, Ross, uh, do you have a couple of more uh, obscure celebrities here celebrating a birthday today that I may not have gotten to? Michelle Indego Cello. Oh, yeah. yeah. Did you get hers? She's 55 today. I and- do remember she had that hit with uh, John Mellencamp, the cover of uh, Wild Night. Yeah. That's who she is. Okay. That's and- what I know about her. Brian Chesky, did you get him? No, who's that? The founder of Airbnb. Oh, that's interesting. Oh. Yeah, he's for, only 42 today. He must be really, really rich. Sure. Okay. That'd be a little boy toy for Martha Stewart. Put <laughs> her up at the Airbnb uh, guy. Help! <laughs> help! <laughs> <sighs> and did you do Emily Hampshire? No, I don't know who's that. From Schitt's Creek and oh. uh, 12 Monkeys. She's okay. 45. Are we, allowed to say, are we allowed to say that? David. Okay. Yeah, sorry. That's all, all right. right. Excuse the ring. That's it. <laughs> oh, she was, uh, she's Stevie. Oh, she's Stevie. She's, she's not Stevie. the sister. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Okay. Well, happy okay. birthday to those more obscure celebrities. Do we have any other obscure days that I need to mention? I did Chop Suey Day, Sport Day, any other as I mentioned? It's uh, National Swiss Wine Growers Day. Swiss Wine Growers Day. <laughs> okay. Ricola. And uh, Touch a Heart Tuesday. You can keep your hands away from my heart. Uh, I uh, Believe me, I will. <laughs> <laughs> International Bat Night. Okay. All right, so, if, yeah, if you're looking for bats or something like that. Sure. All right, and um, let's see, John the Baptist Day. Well, okay. fantastic. I'm sure the people observing that holiday have come to this program for their information. John ticked off uh, Salome, who asked King Herod to behead him, and he did on August 29th yeah. in about 29 A.D., so that's today. Wow. And in the movie Terminator, today is Judgment Day. Well, that was quite a segue. Help! <laughs> Help! <laughs> Let's hop right to this, shall we? It's He Said, She Said, Yes, with Robbie and Rochelle. Talking movies today, there's a new uh, Reddit thread that we happen to see this morning on film sequels. And there's a bunch of them this year, from Mission Impossible to uh, Fast and Furious, and mm-hmm. there are a whole bunch of them every year, it seems. Is there a movie sequel that you think should never have happened there's an article link from a website called Movie Web. They've got their list of the uh, top 20 that they think should never have happened. Another Cinderella story. Mm. Yeah. Princess Switch 3. I never even heard of that one. Mm-hmm. Legally Blonde 2. That's a good one. That's fair. Return to Halloween Town, Daddy Day Camp, Kevin Hart, Princess Diaries Part 2, Anne Hathaway, uh, The Purge Anarchy, <laughs> Highlander 2, Transformers Revenge of the Fallen. Uh, Space Jam 2. Yeah, that movie was yeah, terrible. Yeah, that's Ooh. not great. Grease 2. You remember that oh, with Michelle Pfeiffer? Oh, that was horrible. Jaws the Revenge. That's the fourth one with Michael Caine. Has a zero rating presently on Rotten Tomatoes. <laughs> wow. Honey, I Blew Up the Kid. 
Mulan Part Two. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, Son of the Mask. It was Yo, a sequel was to the Jim so Carrey. Bad. Home that Sweet Home Alone. That's the most recent one Disney Plus did for uh, the Home Alone series. Mm-hmm. Mean Girls Part Two. I didn't even know there was a Mean Girls. I didn't Girls either, too. and I really liked Mean Girls. It's just a couple examples, and there's a whole thing, and they posted the link, and everybody's arguing about this on Reddit. But we thought it was a worthwhile question: What movie should never? Have gotten a sequel. There's just no need for it. The first one stunk, or the first one was great. There's no need to try and duplicate the success. How do you answer that? I definitely would have would agree with Grease too. That was horrible. Speed two. Oh yeah, horrible. boy, that's a, that's a great answer. Speed two is a terrible. The movie. first one was pretty good. I yeah. actually really enjoyed Speed. Yeah. The first one, I thought that that was good really exciting. Movie. But yeah. the second one was just the exact same thing. <laughs> it was the same people. It was the exact same thing. Yeah, but you had no Keanu Reeves. Instead of being on a bus, he was, was on a cruise ship. It was ship, just if I remember. so stupid. I mean, it was just. Uh, and the other one that I really had high hopes for, and it was just such a letdown, was The Hangover 2 and 3. Yeah. I, I loved The Hangover. I thought it was hilarious. And I so badly wanted the next ones to be great if they were going to do it. Yeah. And they did it. And it was... It, it, almost degraded the first one. There are some people that hate the Godfather sequels, as you know. I tend to disagree with them. You uh, like the sequels of those? Yeah, I think they're fine. I think, they're, yeah, I think yeah. part three is great. There's yeah. a lot of people who hate that movie that love the original Godfather. I've mm-hmm. never understood that. I like Smokey and the Bandit part three as well. A lot of people hate really? that movie. Yeah. Okay. Ever seen, that's the one that doesn't have Burt Reynolds in it. Yeah, no. <laughs> but I'm... it's still a lot of fun. Uh, I, there, then there are some. I mentioned Mission Impossible. I mentioned uh, Fast and Furious. There's like 11 of those, right? Yeah. And I feel like the first one was good, and then like the ones in the middle are terrible, and then once five, six come around, they start getting good again. So there's some film franchises that are like that. Ross, what do you think? Um, I'm thinking one that I would never have watched, Holmes and Watson. Oh, yeah. That's not a sequel, though, is it? I didn't like the original one. <laughs> you're just not a Sherlock Holmes fan, you're saying? Yeah, no. Holmes and Watson was a Will Ferrell that's thing, was it? That's the Will Ferrell one, I don't yeah. think that was Did a sequel. Did you say The Matrix Res- Revolutions? Oh, no, that's a good answer. Uh, Resurrection. Oh, Resurrection. Yeah. Sorry, the most Matrix. In- that came out this year, didn't it? It wasn't that yeah. long ago. Yeah. Anyway, you get the idea. A movie that should never have gotten a sequel. 732-774-4444, 732-774-4444. Call us, text us, Facebook us. How about Ocean's 8? <laughs> yeah, that's that's the girl one. Yeah. It, it wasn't great. No. And I'd be fine. I don't know the women can be the people. That's fine. But the movie was just badly, you know. <laughs> movie should never have gotten a sequel. What are you laughing at? <laughs> It's just funny. It could be women. It was, I don't know. It was bad. Yeah, it, it was, was pretty really, bad. It was really bad. How do you answer that? We'll get your calls next. Feels capable. Hmm. Well, let's try and get a winner here. Good morning. It's a boss. You are the 10th caller through. My name is Greg. I'm calling from Hazlitt. All right, Greg from Hazlitt. Secret celebrity number eight. You probably know there's a $700 cash jackpot this morning. If you can identify correctly <laughs> who that secret celebrity is, the money's all yours. We'd love to give it to you. Go ahead. Give it your best guess. Is it Jeremy Piven? Is it Jeremy Piven? Ooh. Nope. Nope. Not Jeremy Piven. Good one, Greg, though. Appreciate it, buddy. Thank you, Robbie. All right, man. You can try again today. Michelle will have your next chance after 10. Two more chances. $725. Wow. On the line when we play after 10. We might have to do some clues here in the near Mm, future. Maybe. Nice going, Greg. But now we know it is not Jeremy Piven, secret Mm -hmm. celebrity number eight. You might say... This uh, gentleman, who is secret celebrity number eight, has made some films that probably deserve no sequel. <laughs> that certainly deserve no sequel. Hmm. I'm not even sure they really should have made the first one, but anyhow, no winner this morning. The guess was Jeremy Piven. That was incorrect. So we're now up to $725 when Miss Amabile plays after 10. Two more chances to win today. Secret celebrity number eight. 
Meanwhile, talking movies, and you're he said. She said. Question is, is there a movie that should never have gotten a sequel? Andy said Blair Witch 2. I didn't know there was a Blair Witch 2. Yeah, really? I didn't either. Is there more snot coming out of that girl's nose? Remember that? Probably. Probably. Keith said Revenge of the Nerds 2. I didn't know there was another one of those either. (laughs) Text from 4951 said Predator 2 was horrible. That's my impression of the Predator guy. Remember that weird noise where he'd kill everybody? Text from 4331 said, every Shrek movie that isn't the first one. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Those movies make a lot of money, though. They do, yeah. Same with the Despicable Me. They make a lot of money. And this one, it was something I did not know was a thing, but I cannot believe is a thing. Text from 5881 said, Titanic 2, return to the deep in a tiny sub. Oh. I didn't realize that Titanic 2. There's no Titanic 2. He's being sarcastic. I Googled it. There is a movie. Called- He's not making fun of the people that went in that Ocean Gate There's sub. There's a movie called Titanic 2. Wow. Who's, who is in the it's movie? A, Anybody from, we've heard of? It's from 2010. Is there a tiny sub? Uh, well,. I don't know if there's... Uh, yeah, I mean, I guess, yeah. I think the guy's pulling it's your chain. The, no, there's a movie called Titanic 2. It was made in 2010. Who wow. was in the movie? I don't know Is it one of those? People. Is it one of those weird, it's like... It's a B-movie. Korean movies Shane or some Bollywood? Van, <laughs> Shane, Shane Van Dyke? Shane Van Dyke. I love Shane Van Dyke. Bruce Davidson and Marie Westbrook? I feel like I've heard of Bruce Davidson. Doesn't that name sound familiar? Those are the stars. You're, of the, you're of, thinking of another Davidson on Saturday Night Live. That's oh, Pete. maybe. Yeah, Pete Davidson or there's John Davidson. The, talk the show movie's host. an hour and a half long, and you can watch it free on Pluto, T- Pluto TV. Well, I know like what I'm doing later it. tonight. <laughs> there's there's some Tuesday night plans. Let's go grab some calls on this. Hi, it's the boss. Good morning. Good morning, Robbie. How you doing, bud? Hey, Ray. How are you? Good. How about the Blues Brothers 2000? Yeah. And then Caddyshack 2. I like Caddyshack 2. Jackie Mason's pretty funny in that. Oh yeah, it is. But the first one's the best one. I yeah, the yeah, first know. one is first yeah. one is better. We can agree on that. All right, Ray. Thank you, buddy. Drive safe. Good morning. It's the boss. Yeah. Hi. What do you think? I'm thinking Hocus Pocus two. Ooh. Like they never should have done that. I love Hocus Pocus. I will even watch it in the off season. You know, because I think it's such a fun movie and it gets you ready for fall. But Hocus Pocus two, nah, big disappointment. Ro, what do you think? I know you love the Hocus Pocus. Uh. I, I want to agree with you because it wasn't great, but I was just so happy to see the witches back that I have to disagree. I'll be political I mean, and say yeah, that. <laughs> I, I guess, but it was just one of those, you know, unlike The Godfather 2 and all that stuff, it just wasn't as good as the original. You know, that's, yeah. that's all I'm saying. Well, how do you feel about the fact that they're coming back with a Hocus Pocus 3 then? <laughs> Not good. Uh, is that is that true? Yes. yes. Very soon. <laughs> they died two times already. <laughs> yeah, Listen, we yeah. die every day here, and we still keep coming back. Oh, stop. I mean, I'll check it out out of curiosity. I doubt I'm going to enjoy it. So. <laughs> All right. Thank you for calling. 732-774-4444. Lines are open. If you got an answer on this, same number to text, 774-4444. A lot of Facebook answers, too. Answer right there in the little graphic, at 1071 The Boss. Here's a movie should never have gotten a sequel. That's your he said. She said. And, you know, Russ butts his way in here, too. So. Yeah, my saying. <laughs> this could be a new feature. Big Boss Bob uh, joke of the day. What do you think? Uh-oh. Is he sending you jokes? Well, he sent me a New York Post article, and then he had a joke about it. Okay. There's a New York City tour called the uh, Awesome Late Night Rat Tour. Uh, people have seen Pizza Rat and stuff online, uh-huh. and they want to see uh, authentic New York City rats. There's something called the New York City uh, Rat Tour Experience, Late Night Rat Tour Experience, run by a guy named Kenny Bulwark. He's a rodent tour, gar- uh, tour guide guy. Mm-hmm. He says rats are kind of like New York City's mascot. 
Well, they're everywhere, and you know, in the subways, even. Yep. I mean, they just they go everywhere. Here's the big boss Bob joke of the day: Is a tour arranged to see some rodents, or perhaps New York's slow life politicians? Heyo, heyo, big boss Bob joke of the day. <laughs> That's pretty good, isn't it? That I is like good. that. Rat tours. <laughs> I will only take a rat tour if it's given by the the rat czar of New York. Oh, that's right. That's a real thing. That's a real job. Just stay there and go outside the hotel and <laughs> in the back uh, it's, you know, in the alley there there's all sorts of rats. Sure. That's all you need right there. Just go to PetSmart. They're right there. <laughs> yeah. There's that. Let's see them. They're cute. Dairy Queen. How <laughs> <laughs> you like this transition? Uh, Dairy Queen has announced uh, Pumpkin Spice Pumpkin Spice Blizzard. Oh, yum. On sale as of last evening. They said they're... Um, Offering it for uh, 85 cents through September 24th. Wow. But you're going to have the DQ app to get the deal. Okay. Oh. So if you, I, Listen, you're one of these pumpkin spice people. You yes. do what you want. But summer, yes. it's still summer for another uh, three and a half weeks. So I don't know what don't you're care. thinking. But head to Dairy Queen today if you're looking for a little pumpkin spice action, I guess. You into that? Yeah. We went to the liquor store last night. Yeah. And we saw pumpkin spice rum chata. This is surprising oh no one, God. of course. But. <laughs> you put a little pumpkin spice rum chata in the pumpkin spice blizzard. Do they oh, sell man. that? Uh... That's a good time. <laughs> Do they sell that year round? I think a rum no. chata being a Christmas Mm-mm. thing. No, they sp- they sell rum chata year round, but yeah. not pumpkin spice rum chata. But then there's a Christmas something around there. There's isn't a pumpkin it? bark rum chata. Jeez. Pumpkin bark? You mean cinnamon bark? Or, uh, peppermint uh, bark. Peppermint bark. That's it. Peppermint I knew they bark. had a Christmas something with mm-hmm. the rum chata, but. Mm-hmm. Pumpkin spice. So good. Sometimes you're craving soft serve ice cream. Went and had that the other night. Mm, so good. Mm-hmm. I don't know. About, right. It's too early for pumpkin spice. It's not. I mean, it is. It's, it's still summertime. That's a fall activity. You got to wait till at least after Labor Day. And you, I'll tell you what, I'm not really happy with people saying that Labor Day is the start of fall. Because you got till September 22nd. That's the first full day of fall. And today is, uh, like I say, October, you get three weeks ago. They it's, closed the pool at Labor Day, though. So the pool's oh. close. The pool's close. It's it's fall. I, if it feels chilly out, it's fall. I know it's not according to the calendar. It's not, but no. it's if it feels chilly out. If I can wear a hoodie, if you I know what's can- crazy is that the uh, Spirit Halloween is open mm-hmm. and the, uh, the 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 farmers are not selling the pumpkins yet. So you got <laughs> pumpkin spice before actual physical pumpkins. Uh, to me, once football starts, it's fall, and football has started. It's fall. That's the start of fall to me. Right. I know it's not on the calendar, but no, it isn't. And again, you do what you want, but I just, I think we rush these seasons a little bit too much. It's Spirit Halloween, and then pretty soon, like I say, Christmas will be out by Christmas is out in October some places, 1st. Which is crazy. Just All right, defensive. speaking defensive. of rushing. Just offensive. <laughs> Talking movies today. Did I mention there's a brand new number one movie? Gran Turismo was number one, pulled past the Blue Beetle. Barbie back up at number mm-hmm. two. She was down at number three at one point there, I think, but she's at number two, and then the Oppenheimer, so it's just been kind of the same deal every weekend, except for uh, now Gran Turismo number one. We're talking about movies that should never have gotten a sequel. Plenty of those out this summer, probably more of them this fall. Got any come to mind? 732-774-4444. Also, some Facebook answers here. Kimberly said, Aladdin, The Return of Jafar, horrible. That's the one that didn't have Robin Williams, right? Remember they got the Dan uh, Castanella, yes. the guy that does Homer yeah, Simpson? Yeah, I think you're right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Go, Aladdin! Go! <laughs> Steve said Smokey and the Bandit 3. No, I just mentioned earlier, that movie is a lot better than people give it credit for. Jackie Gleason's hilarious in that movie. <laughs> Comic legend Jackie Gleason. Okay. To the moon, Alice, to the moon. John said Beverly Hills Cop. Nope, all of those are funny. <laughs> Text from 0246 said movies that shouldn't have been made, Dumb and Dumber 2. 
Huh. Yeah, okay. <laughs> Kara said, Basic Instinct 2 and Paul Blart Mall Cop 2. I didn't know there was a second Paul Blart Mall Cop. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Yeah. And text from 0055 said, All of the Police Academy sequels, one no. was enough. No. Nope. <laughs> you're a, you're like a big fan of sequels. L- love them. I guess so. <laughs> I'll tell you what is kind of, you know, and I love Batman. Matter of fact, we mentioned Joel Schumacher, the director, did uh, St. Elmo's Fire. Mm-hmm. He also did that horrible Batman with uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger and uh, George Clooney. Yeah. It was like, I am the one to seal your doom with the uh-huh. ice stare. Like that was, that movie's pretty bad. And I love, love Batman. And the one, uh, the Richard Pryor Superman, pretty bad. You know, so there's some superhero ones that I, I, I think suck. What did you think about uh, Deuce Bigelow? Male gigolo, European gigolo. Those are funny. Adam. Come like on, that? those are you funny. You like that one too? Yeah, I mm-hmm. mean, like the American Pie mm-hmm. movies. They're they're really stupid, but they're funny. You know. How about Teen Wolf too? Big fan of that one too. Yeah, that's good. That's Problem good. Problem uh, Child too. Problem Child two is a that's John. Ritter. I'm currently on the list of uh, Rotten Tomatoes worst sequels ever made. You 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 like all of them? <laughs> yeah, it they're, looks fine. Like. they're Robo, fine. Robocop three. Uh, I Big don't know fan of that one. I don't know if I've seen RoboCop 3. I think I have. Yeah. Highlander 3. Highlander's awesome. I love the Highlander. Major League 2. Ross, you ever see a Highlander? The first one had Sean Connery in it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I like Sean Connery. Oh, he's great in that movie. What about Tyler Perry's Boo 2, a Medea's <laughs> Halloween? Well, it'll give me something to do tonight after I get through Titanic Part 2. Wow. <laughs> Let's go back to the phones here. It's a boss. Hey, Snapperoni. Hey, Snap. How you doing, bud? I'm doing fine. How about yourself? I'm all right. You got an answer for us? Yeah, the last Indiana Jones movie, I think it was The Crystal Skull. Yeah. And any of the Superman movies after the first original one with Christopher Reeves. I can't disagree with those. Did you see the uh, the Indiana Jones that just came out a couple of months ago? I missed it. I, I don't know how good it was or not. It was better than I the... reviews. It was better than the one, The Crystal Skull, so you might want to see it when it comes on to streaming, you know? Wasn't terrible. Yeah, I'll check it out. All right. All right, Snap. Thanks. Hi, it's Boss. Hello! Hello. Hi. Hello. Hi. I have the worst possible remake ever. Yes. Never should have been done. Dirty Dancing. Oh, yeah. Was that the Havana Nights? Oh, my God. (laughs) How can you talk Patrick Swayze? Oh, my God. Yeah. That was a fine-looking man (laughs) right there. Fine-looking man. I agree. Oh, God bless him. Yes. Poor Patrick Swayze. Mm-hmm. We'll keep this going on the Facebook Text Connect even after the show. Movies should never have gotten a sequel. We don't need another one. And maybe had many sequels, you know. 732-774-4444.